0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. So God spoke to me about increasing the intensity of prayer. And that brings me to a very important subject that I have to talk about. Going to do teaching, many scriptures. And that is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because we are not going to succeed in the, the endeavours that God has for us outside of walking in the power and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because we don't need normal praise in these days. We need... Prayers fueled by the Holy Spirit Himself. We need prayers fueled by the fire of the Holy Spirit. Say Amen tonight. So Matthew 3 verse 11 to 12, the Bible says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. John the Baptist speaking. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Everybody in this place. He's now a regards maker, my English practice act. You you can speak English like me, okay? So we, uh, unfortunately that's the language you all understand right now. Um, so everybody say, Holy Spirit and fire. Say, so when the Holy Spirit shows up, fire shows up. So he's winnowing fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly cleanse out the threshing floor and gather His wheat into the barn. And He will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. I I, I just want to say this um, quickly, and we have to understand this. We are His workmanship, not our workmanship. The work He started, He will finish. He's coming back for a church without spot or blemish, but He is the one that is washing and sanctifying His church through the Word. So as we sit under the Word of God, God Himself purifies us, God Himself changes our motives, and God Himself changes our desire. We cannot do it by ourselves. And you're not gonna live in the fullness of God and in the power of God without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You need to be clear about this. some people think speaking in tongues is of the devil and some people think speaking in tongues is a waste of time. Now, let me make this clear. There's a lot of things Jesus could have given you and there's a lot of words Jesus could have spoken just before He left this earth. But His final words to His disciples outside of going to preach the Gospel to every creature was to go wait in Jerusalem until you receive power until you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So there's a lot of people that have problems with devils because they do not walk in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, when we, if Satan is bothering you all the time, you need to look at your temperature because flies don't sit on a hot plate. You have to get yourself on fire. You have to walk in the fire of the Holy Ghost. You should become the devil's nightmare and not you be the devil, or not the devil be your nightmare. Satan should not run when he sees you come. Well, Pastor, under the circumstances, I'm being, okay. What are you doing under the circumstances? If you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, the Bible promises you. Jesus Himself that He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire with you 12. And I love to see some of my favourite twins here tonight. Amen. One of the greatest rewards of a pastor is pastoring a church for many years, seeing uh, people get married, they have children and their children grow up in the church. That is uh, the greatest reward for me as a pastor, that you raise your children in the house of God as well. That's a beautiful thing. And to see how you catch the fire of God, not just your mom and your dad, but those two beautiful girls. I don't want to point you out, but I'm not going to to okay. So the, the, the promise of the Holy Spirit is God says, I'm gonna get rid of the junk in your life when you get filled with the fire. Fire quenches, fire burns out, fire purifies fire refines, gold, fire purges. So when you get the fire of God in your life, it will burn out the junk. I said the fire of God, the baptism of the fire of the Holy Ghost will burn out sin out of your life, will burn out the desire for sin. You don't have to try and run away from sin. You have to run to Jesus. And when you get close to Jesus, He will put His hand upon you and He will baptise you with His fire and His fire will kill the desire for sin in your life. The minute you walk away from the fire, then darkness will overtake you again. Are you listening to me? So you have to stay close to the fire and you have to stay in the fire so that you can see the way that God has for you. So, Acts 1, the final words of Jesus before he ascends into the heavens, 10 days before Pentecost, being assembled together with him, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit many days from now, 10 days. So, they get into a natural dimension who's going to win the ANC election in December? Who cares? because we are not of this world and the kingdom of God doesn't come with observation. And we do not pray for the kingdom of the ANC or the kingdom of the DA or the kingdom of anything else. Although we engage in politics, we pray for the kingdom of God, the mountain of the Lord Uh, Daniel 7 To be established upon every other mountain We pray for the rule and the reign of Jesus Christ in our world And that God would choose and select and elect and appoint The leaders that will govern this nation righteously That's our responsibility Not to take an envelope to vote for one of the candidates that will stand for president And I know both of them and uh, uh, let me leave it there it says in verse 8, but you shall receive power. Everybody say power. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. No, Pratilis is a We are coming out of the Lions Conference. Everybody say power. Power. Tunamis. Dynamite. You will receive power. You can't live a powerless life because that means you have no power. You can't always be under the weather. That means you have no power. I'm not saying you're not going through difficult times at times. I'm not saying there are not times of weeping and times of mourning and times of tragedy. But the Bible says weeping endures for a moment, but joy comes in the morning. There's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. So we understand when you go through a loss that emotionally you're going through a difficult time. I understand that and it's going to take a while for you to grieve and for you to receive your healing. But when you come through that and even in your valley, you have to stay focused on the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit who is your comforter, your strengthener, your helper, your guide, your teacher, your intercessor, your standby. You have to stay focused on the third person of the Godhead or you will lose hope. So Jesus promises He's going to send the Holy Spirit and when the Holy Spirit comes, you're going to receive power and when the power comes, you are going to be a witness, a martyr. And we're not all going to die for the cause of Christ, but we all have to die to our selfish ambitions and our own desires and our own ways and our own will. And we have to die to our culture and we have to die to our preferences and we have to die to our opinions and we have to die to many things if we are going to follow Jesus. So He will give you the power to be a martyr. Some people die for Christ physically, but every believer has to experience death. Self-denial, where you lay your life down, where your culture doesn't rule you, your pain does not rule you. The agenda of the day does not rule you. Your past does not rule you. So when you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, God sets you free. When you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, God heals you. When you the, to receive the power of the Holy Ghost, He sets you out of this realm, this domain of this world where Satan is king and still the God of this world, and He puts you in a different dimension with a different perspective, with a different outlook, with a different vision, with a different power. You see my brother, you're never going to live in victory outside of walking in the power of the Holy Ghost because although you're in this world, you are not of this world. So God has given you something that this world does not own, that this world cannot give you, that this world cannot buy. God has given you something that only comes from heaven and that is the Holy Ghost and with the Holy Ghost comes fire and with the Holy Ghost comes power and with the Holy Ghost comes a vision and with the Holy Ghost comes insight and with the Holy Ghost comes death and with the Holy Ghost comes resurrection life in Jesus' name. So we cannot live like people in this world because that means we are not walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. How can you say 10 minutes? I haven't even started. It's not even my introduction yet. Got signs in this church, I'm the pastor that control me. Signs that cause me to wonder why I have those signs. <laughs> Jesus said He will set signs in the heavens. And I now have signs in the church. Okay. So we cannot be a generation in this world that live according to the rudiments, the traditions the concepts, the arguments, the philosophies of this world. When we do that, we live void of power. That is a part of heaven that God puts in you. We carry heaven on the inside when we have the Holy Ghost. We carry the authority of heaven when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, we carry the power of heaven. Listen, when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, that's why Jesus said, I'll say it again: the kingdom of God doesn't come with observation. No, nor will people say, Lo, yeah, or there's the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of God's within you. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That is, heaven comes to you. Heaven comes to reside in you. The fullness of God comes to reside in you when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? And that means you live a, a natural life, but you're a supernatural being because you are created in the image of God. So He didn't just say get saved. He says after you are saved, you have to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Power. Power. So Acts chapter 2 verse 1, you know normally we just talk about this at Pentecost but I really feel impressed that in the weeks that lie ahead we are going to stay here and we are going to get you baptized, filled, re-baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost because I think uh, a, a weak world doesn't need a weak church, a confused world doesn't need a confused church. A a, a world that's grappling around needs a church that is sure and steady. A hopeless world needs a hope-filled church. A powerless world needs a power-filled church. And the only way we are gonna be powerful is if we receive what Jesus promised to give us. And we don't water it down to our culture, our tradition, our heritage, and we put God in a box or in a museum and we serve God the way our fathers served God who did not maybe walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. So synonymous with the Holy Spirit is power and fire. So if you have a sin problem, rather than being counseled, we have to get you under the anointing. We have to get you baptized in the fire of God so the fire of God can purge you and purify you and burn the junk out of your trunk, okay? Because this walk is a supernatural walk. Your adversary is a supernatural adversary, your opponent, 1 Peter 5, 8, 9. The way you overcome him is by receiving what heaven gave you. Now what did heaven give us? Heaven, gave us? heaven gave us a Saviour. Heaven gave us the Holy Spirit. When Jesus ascended into the heavens, before that He said, it's good for you that I go away because when I don't go, the Holy Spirit will not come. But when I go, I will send Him to you. So the Bible says the kingdom of God is not in word only, talk, 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 but in power. 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Bible says, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof. So, when, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power to overcome, power to do, power to know what God's plan is for your life. Amen? Amen? We can't live like people in the world blind. We, we'll talk about that in a moment. We can't live like people in the world who don't know the future. You need a Sangoma. You don't need a, a false prophet. You don't need a, a lady to 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 read your, your 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 tea leaves. You don't need Linda Goodman to uh, talk about your star sign, Capricorn, whatever you are, uh, 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 Leo, uh, whatever. I don't care what they what label they have placed upon you. I read that book as well before I came to Christ, and there are. Uh, truths in every one of those star signs. You'll find yourself in any one of those stupid star signs. And then you read every week, Uh, this week you're going to meet a tall, dark stranger. And you're living in Africa. Sure you are. You're looking for that tall, dark stranger. Well, maybe if you lived in Scandinavia, it would be a different story, So, how many minutes? Two minutes, four minutes. Lord, let this time stand still. My name is Joshua. <laughs> and the Lord did not hear me because my name is not Joshua. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. sucking lemons too long. Okay. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just say hallelujah. (laughs) Uh, Jesus, help us. Help us. Okay, TV. (laughs) It's an honor to be in your home (laughs) with you every single Sunday night. um God's got plans for us. I just want to say this to everybody sitting here but looking at you in the camera. This God thing, we can never do half-hearted. This God pursuit, we can never do by the way. This God life, we can never live our way. Every human being at some point in, in, in life has to make a decision. Who is God? Who am I? How do I see him? Do I really love him? Do I really treasure him? It's very easy to say God, I love you. But what does that mean? What does that mean to you? I want to encourage you in this season. There's 4 months left till the end of the year. God wants to do things in our lives. But some of us are just not serious enough. And um, desperate enough to press into Him. And you have to do that by yourself. Of course you have to belong to a church. Because I don't think you can do Christianity all by yourself. God never ever designed or the New Testament is never written to the individual. No way. Every time it's written plural. Even our prayer. The way the early church served God. I know many of you live in towns, you can't get to church, you can't get to a church. But I want to encourage you to make going to church a top priority. And not just any church. Yes, something that people miss. If God's placed you in a family, you pick up an offense, you leave that family, you disconnect from your destiny. My kids and I have had many, many disagreements, but they've never left the family because I'm their father. If God gave you a spiritual father, you can't leave that house. You can't just say, I'm gonna go to another church and and it's a new season. Because my buddy, soon you're gonna say the same thing to your wife. And you're gonna say, it's another season. I'm moving on, I'm leaving you behind. And girls, you that encourage your husband in these ways, be very, very, very careful. Because if your husband is a strong man, he needs to stay close to a strong spiritual leader for him to finish strong. He needs to be in a church where there's a man of God that he will respect. So get your husband back to church, get yourself back to church and serve the Lord Jesus Christ all the days of your life because as sure as I'm standing here for almost three minutes already, you are going to stand before Jesus Christ and give account for your life. You can sacrifice and give yourself to Christ all by yourself. And I pray you do. I pray something happens in you that you turn to Jesus as we sang that final song. I love you. I hope to see you at Dream Week. God bless you. Amen. So, verse 1 Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost had fully come. Now, of you that all thank you, Dienst, as we begin now. The rugby wedstrijd had not half-past, he ended. Maybe I 20 minutes and a half-tijd. So, maybe I should have 20 minutes and a half-tijd. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, God's perfect timing. They were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting and I want to say pastors, make space for God. It doesn't mean get out of the way, it means discern. I like the word discern, the Americans say it that way. Discern the presence of God. Discern the moods of the Holy Spirit. Musicians, when you lead as well, Look for the chief conductor in the service, which is the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit, sometimes like a wind, sometimes like a rushing wind, sometimes a gentle breeze. If we want God results, we have to live hooked up with the Holy Ghost. You build a business, your marriage, anything you do, you have to walk sensitively to what heaven gave you. Are you hearing me tonight? We look for answers many places, but we ignore the Holy Spirit. It's like your shadow. He never leaves you. He's always there. Trying to get away from your shadow. The only place you lose your shadow is at night, right? So when when, when you lose focus of God, it's when you're in the, bad, in the wrong place. You have to stay close to him. You have to discern him. You have to honor him. You have to respect him. You have to embrace him. He's the third person of the Godhead. He's not inferior. He's the one to glorify Jesus. He's the one to lead you and guide you into all truth. He's the one to bring to remembrance all things God told you. So, how can we ever live our lives? Powerless. If God said you will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come, then we should ask, where's the power? And that leads you to the question, have I received the Holy Spirit? And if I did, how did I lose the power that comes with the Holy Spirit? You have to ask the question. Because if you go to the shooting range and you, and you pull the trigger and there's no bullet that comes out, You know the gun is not loaded. That means some of you are running on empty. Some of you are not in the Word the way that you should be in the Word. And I don't mean to say this legalistically, but if you do bodybuilding like some of you do, if you, uh, some of you do these weird diets that you eat once a day or twice a day, I don't know what you call that diet. Some of you eat five times a day, six times a day, but you all eat except if you fast and pray. But some of you are on a, permanent spiritual diet you never read the Bible you never pray in tongues no wonder your spirit is weak and you don't know what the next step is to take if we go to Ethiopia and we see those children with the big bellies suffering from malnutrition if you could see on the spirit realm many Christians look exactly the same They are suffering from malnutrition because they never spend time reading, studying and confessing the Word of God. I wanna make this clear that the Bible is not just written for pastors and for preachers, the Bible is written for every believer. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. 1 Peter 2 verse 2, the Bible says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So the Word of God has to be a priority in your life because every decision you make has to be filtered through the Word of God. Are you listening to me today? Not through the filter of your culture, not through the filter of your uh, 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 family's opinions. The Bible says in, in, in Matthew chapter 13, um, when He talks to the Pharisees and He says, you hold on to your tradition and through that, you neutralise the power of God's Word. So your tradition, your culture, your beliefs can neutralise Make the power of God's Word void in your life. So God's Word has to have preeminence in your life. I mean, God is God because of His Word. And the Bible says the Word of God is exalted above the name of God. God Himself submits to His Word. If you're going to live a successful life, we have to get back to basics. And basics is you have to get back to your foundation. And your foundation, Jesus is the rock, He's the chief cornerstone, but the foundation we lay is through the apostles and prophets. I do understand that Ephesians chapter two, but no other foundation can be laid than that which is or who is Jesus Christ. We build on that foundation line upon line, precept upon precept. We build the word of God so that when the storms come, the winds blow, the rains descend, the house will stand because the man hears the word, the man does the word of God. If you are wordless, listen, you are powerless. If you are wordless, you are faithless because Romans 10 verse 7 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Hebrews 6, 11 verse 6 the Bible says, But without faith, It is impossible to please God for he that comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a reward of those who diligently seek Him. So you are not going to live a strong, overcoming, victorious life without the Word of God as primary focus in your life. Listen. So your attention to God's Word, Proverbs says, my son, give attention to my Word. Incline your ear to my sayings. So, so, the, the extent that you give God's Word um, place in your life shows your commitment to see God's plan unfold in your life. Because we want easy and we, this journey is we walk by faith. We please God by faith. We overcome by faith. Romans fourteen twenty three 23, says anything not of faith is sin. Faith is not a move. Faith is a way we live. We walk by faith and not by sight. We please God by faith. 1 John 5, verse 4, the Bible says, this is the victory of the overcup of the world, even our faith. Who is who believes? Uh, he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So that's where it starts. Your sentiment doesn't cause you to overcome. Your political viewpoint does not cause you to overcome. God does not watch over your opinion. He watches over His Word to perform it. God prospers His Word in your life. If His Word is not in your mouth, as I said this morning, there is nothing God can work with and there's nothing the angels of God can work with. So when the Holy Spirit touches you, I said it this morning, He does two things. What? He gets a hold of your tongue. He gives you vision and He gets a hold of your tongue. He gets negativity out of your tongue. He changes your conversation. You're not gonna see good with the greatness of God if you have a negative conversation. You have to line up your conversation with God. You have to come into agreement with God. God's not gonna come into agreement with you because God is. You never were but God has been since the beginning of time. He is the great I Am. So you have to align yourself with God and that means you have to align yourself with the Word of God and you have to come in full agreement with God if you want to see God fulfill His Word in your life. You cannot be in partial agreement, 50% agreement. I said it in Johannesburg this morning, that would be like marrying a wife and saying, well, I marry you, but I'm committed to you 50%. I'm sure she's gonna look at you and say, oh, what about the other 50%? You can't follow God 50%. You can't be in agreement with God 50%. You cannot say, okay, God, I, 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 I'm I committed to you, but I also am committed to my ancestral worship. Sorry, Jack, choose. Like Elijah said, how long will you hold between two opinions? If God is God, follow Him. If not, then follow Baal. But you're you, 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 you are not going to get God to change. He says, I am the Lord God, I change not. You're not going to get God to be moved. You have to move. You have to change. You have to come in agreement. You have to align yourself with God and with God's Word, my buddy. God's not moved by your intellect, by your opinion, by your uh, so-called brilliantness. I mean, God's 50 million, trillion times more brilliant than you. And you use 7% of your brain, so give us a heavenly break. You're not that smart. You may be educated, but when you open your mouth, we hear you're not that smart. Because you make light of God's Word. God and His Word is one. So you have to decide where God's Word fits into your life. Is it part of your belief or is it your belief? And that's why the world is in a mess. That's why the world is in a state of confusion because there's no basis of truth. Issues of the day define new truth. Things that were not relevant 50 years ago are now the basis of what people are shouting about because people have lost their foundation. They've moved away from God in the beginning. God created in the heavens and the earth. Then God said, Let us, God, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Elohim, make man in our own image after our own likeness. So when you when you when 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 when, when God is not your basis of truth and the word, the foundation of your truth, you will be grappling around all the days of your life because whatever they're shouting about in America, you're gonna start shouting about in South Africa. Whether it's relevant or irrelevant, you just get onto the emotional high because you're always on social media. You issue driven, you're not God driven, so you're gonna have problems all the days of your life. Up and down, up and down, up and down, picked up a yo-yo, dingbat Christian, he doesn't matter because you have no basis, you have no compass in your life. And my friend, If you are going to respect Jesus Christ, you have to respect His Word. Listen, it's very basic, I understand. But God cannot lead us outside of His Word and God cannot lead us apart from His Word. God cannot ignore His Word because we will not walk in agreement with His Word. So the first thing you have to do if you want to move on in life before we even talk about the power of the Holy Ghost is you have to align yourself with God's Word. You have to build your life upon the Word of God. Every conversation you have, you have to go filter it through the Word of God, the New Testament. Are you listening? Ah. Uh, I mean, people want, people want a move of God, but they, they're not grounded in the Word. So people can prophesy anything, and you, you eat it like uh, uh, wheat pigs. Because you don't even know what the person says, it's not scriptural. You have to know the Word, you have to read the Bible. I know it's basic. You have to read the Bible. So heaven gave us the Bible. Are you listening to me? Heaven gave us Jesus. Heaven gave us the Holy Ghost. We'll talk about that tonight and further on in the weeks that I had. And heaven gave us the Word of God. And the basis of your relationship with God is the Word. No word, no basis of relationship because your opinion will bring you into disagreement with God. So if you don't understand something, you have to see what the Bible says. Not a critic of a Bible, not brother Doudat that has never done anything in his life trying to interpret the Scripture. You have to read the Bible and interpret what God says in the Word of God because that's your diet. So I'll say it again. If we could see spiritually, I'm sad to say that many people, the balcony is empty so let me pick that and the empty chair next to you. Many of you spiritually would look like those starving kids in Ethiopia because you are spiritually starved because you hardly ever go to church, you hardly ever go to a home cell, you hardly ever read your Bible and you think you are going to live a victorious life. It's not going to work. You cannot take an underfed Ethiopian child and put him in a battle and expect him to defeat the Russian soldiers with the latest technology. It's not going to work. You have to feed him, feed him, feed him, strengthen him, feed him, feed him, feed him, strengthen him, get his muscles to work, feed him, feed him, feed him, feed him him strengthening, get his muscles to work, teach him about the war and then you send him to the, 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 the front lines. That's why many people, their faith is not working because they have no substance for faith. It's no word. It's no word. No Bible. No Bible. No Bible. No woman, no cry. No woman, no cry. No Bible, no... No Bible plenty cry. No Bible, cry all the time. No Bible, you'll cry. 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 No Bible, no, Bible, you'll, cry. no, Bible, no rhema, you'll cry. No Bible, no Bible. No Bible no Bible, no Bible, no crime, no Bible. No Bible. <laughs> no Bible. 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 It's it's amazing how, you know, because we all go through this. You go through your twenties and you think you know it all. Mm. And like God needed your permission to write the Bible. Hmm. Hmm. This Bible that has stood for thousands of years suddenly it's not cool Hmm. you must be God I don't agree who cares it doesn't change who God is it says who you are that you're full of pride that you've set yourself above the word of God and you call yourself a Christian what kind of Christian is that? not a Christian. It's somebody by name that uses God's Word as a menu. The Bible says study the Word. Read the Word. Do the Word. I I, I say this because It's like the Holy Spirit is putting a pause on me tonight before I even can talk about the Holy Spirit and and, and visions and dreams and the power of the Holy Spirit. My Word, my Word, my brother, my sister, if the Word of God doesn't have His rightful place in your life, you're not going to get visions from heaven. You're going to have Satan himself transform himself as an angel of light and he's going to deceive you and mislead you because you have no basis of truth. That's why people will be committed one day And the next day they say, no, the Lord's telling me to move on. You say, what do you mean the Lord's telling me to move on? No, God's called me to leave my wife and I must marry an end time wife. You say, but that's not in the Scripture. But I feel by the Holy Ghost. Or somebody says, well, I've been in this church, committed for 10 years. But I I, I feel God's leading me somewhere else. Now God's not confused. Either He made a mistake when He brought you here. Or He's making a mistake by leading you on. Because the Bible says God sets members in the church. God's not changing His mind. You do. And then you blame God. Because the Word of God is constant. God is consistent. And if those things are not in your life, forget the guidance of the Holy Ghost. Because you will abuse spirituality to be flaky and floaty. And when somebody says to you, but the Word of God says, you say, I know the Bible says, but. how the heck. Can you but the Word of God? How in the world can you say but when the Word of God says something? You say, I know what the Bible says, but I think, or I see it this way. Who art thou, man, to reply against God? Who art thou created by God to say to the Creator of the heavens and the earth, why hast thou created me thus? Thou art but dust, thou art but clay, He is the potter. You are the vessel that God is creating. And if you want to live a life of victory, you have to put your emotion, your desire, your lust, your temptation aside, and you have to get yourself in the Word of God. Because my brother, The Bible is the way that you bath every single day of your life. And we have a lot of smelly Christians because they are not bathing. They are not in the Word of God. They are not meditating in the Word of God. The Bible says wherewithal will a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to thy word. The Bible says you are clean through the word that I've spoken to you. The Bible says sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. This generation, you better get a love for the Word of God the way my generation had a love for the Word of God, we memorized Scripture, we confessed Scripture, we know what the Bible says. I don't say it arrogantly, I say it factually. We studied the Word of God. So I can quickly discern when somebody says something, I, 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 I listen to what he says based on my knowledge of the Word. I don't care if it glows in the dark. I don't care if tornadoes come out of his his nostrils when he prophesies, I'm unimpressed. If it's not scriptural, Satan can do that. A familiar spirit can do that. A sorcerer can do that. A song can do that. They have power as well. Satan gives them power. But if it's not scriptural, I won't buy it. So the Bible says the elect can get deceived. Only one way. Jesus said, if you love the truth, you'll never be deceived. What is the truth? The Word The Word, the Bible, the Bible. So if you have a boyfriend and he has no love for the Word of God, kick him under his... eh, 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 eh. Well, the word ass is in the Bible. It's donkey. Kick him under his donkey. Say donkey mania sing van, vat jou goed in trek, vrouwere, vat jou goed in trek, vat jou goed in trek, vrouwere. As hy weer vir jou kom kyn, dan speel jy die reiliekie. As hy insta. Vat jou goed in trek, vrouwere, vat jou goed in trek. Kan van jy neen s'n naam. S'n naam is Jan, Wat jou goed in trek, o Jan, Wat jou goed in trek. Ha! Huh? Misschien met jy die reiliekie speel vir die meisie. You want a plan to last, and I've been a pastor now for 35 years. I know it sounds like a stuck record, but it's almost 36 years on the 1st of September. But, um, yeah, by the grace of God, amen. Amen. And I've seen many people start and fall out. And it's always the same thing. But, I hear what you say, but. The Bible says, I hear what you say, but you don't understand. No, 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 no. I'm not using the Bible as a hammer, although it is a hammer at times to break the rock of deception, is to say, I hear what you say, but. Okay, brother. Oh, the Lord said. I say, okay, what Lord? The Lord Lucifer? Huh? Lucy in the sky? You're on LSD. You're on high. You're smoking some joint of deception that you saw on social media and lost your mind in a moment and forgot who you are in a moment because you're smoking the wrong joint. Doe eating from the wrong table. Da hako kies. Nou is jou kop mal dier mekaar en jou vergeet. So vanaf, so vanaf, in oomlik. Dis soos een kind wat goed groot gemaakt is in huis en die eerste keer kom my ouwe oh, en hy druk haar ah, knie en sy vergeet. Net so, in oomlik. My brother, listen to me. You need to be rooted and grounded in the truth. You need to respect God's word as final authority in your life. If God says, be planted in the local church, don't deliberate, get on the bandwagon with all these fools on social media and say you don't need to be planted in a church. God's not going to rewrite the Bible for some foolish arguments. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 18 and he says, for the Lord Himself set the members in the body as it pleases Him. Hebrews 13, the Bible says, we have to submit to those who are over us in the Lord and give account of our lives to our fathers, our, our pastors. That's the Bible. Not, I didn't write it. I preach it without apologizing and write it. So there's no such thing as Christianity your way. I'm going to say Frank Sinatra because that's for the ancient of days. (laughs) There's no Christianity your way. So when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the first thing that happens is, I, I, the most dies! The I, I don't agree, I don't like, I don't see, I don't Ek kan nie zien nie, ek geloof nie, ek hou nie van die ziek nie. Blablabla blablabla blablabla. Maar hy was vrijdag aan by die weyveld en hy het gezokkie en gelangarm, en hy my sê gedrukt, laat sy nie weet wat dat tref nie. En hy het uh, voet uh, 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 social distancing gehou nie, Je was bijna harder as dit geweest, sy weer het. Nou, jou opinie as jy in die kerk in kom, asjeblief man. So unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. So listen, there has to be death. I'm not talking about it in a negative sense. There has to be a loss to be a gain. There has to be a death to, for there to be alive. There has to be a denial for, there to be, uh, to, for, to, for you to receive a new identity. There has to be a leaving behind for you to receive what God has for you in front. And that's what it means when you come to Christ. That's what this talks about when you receive the fire of the Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what God burns out. He burns sin out of your life. But not the S and not the N. He builds the, burns the I out of your life. The I that causes all the problems in your life. The I that causes you to disobey your parents. The I that causes you to get up to mischief. The I that causes you to follow your desires. The I that keeps you out of the church. That I has to die so Christ can live on the inside of your life and you can live in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. There is no other way because there's not place in your heart for you and God. Somebody has to go, somebody has to yield. Before we talk on moving on, we have to pause thee and talk about our surrender, our encounter, our experience, our giving over to God as the final authority in our lives, which means His Word has the final and highest authority overriding every other basis of your truth. Otherwise, you will never walk in the light. You will live in a place of constant deception. And remember, when people are deceived, they don't know they're deceived. Because when you are deceived, you won't live a life of deception if you didn't know you were deceived. Because truth and deception runs parallel. It doesn't run in opposite directions. Deception runs parallel. Parallel to truth. It looks like truth, but it isn't. The only way you will discern it is through the, your knowledge in God's Word. No other way. Through what the Bible says. Not your friend that's an unspiritual duck that tells you. <laughs> Give you over me your doctrine What you believe in the Holy Spirit. Come, say it me And give me the strength of die you have. And how many people you the How many you have you been in the how many arms you have you been given And how many knackers have you been voor mij die kracht van me the of your faith, your doctrine It's very easy to say you don't agree The, the problem is I did not write the Bible. So if you say you don't agree, you have to answer, what are you not agreeing with? Of course you don't like my, I don't have a, a collar, so you don't like me. What's that got to do with the truth? Maybe if I met you, I'd like you even less. That's irrelevant. I'm not yet to be liked. I'm yet to tell you the truth. And what you do with the truth is up to you. But if you do not have a healthy respect for truth, God cannot lead you. Because listen, the Holy Spirit leads you from the basis of truth which is the word. And if the word is not your basis, then the question is, what is your basis? What is it that you view the world through? What is your compass? Wat jou waterpas, wat jou maatstof van waarheid, sê vir my, want jy sit en luister voor een prediker en ergens dan besluit die kop van jou, Nee, ek stem nou nie meer saam nie, hoekom stem jy nie saam nie, want die waarheid van Gods woord is nou bezig om jou waarheid en jou paradigma's te konfronteer en jy hou nie daarvan nie, want something has to yield when you follow God. That's why the pursuit of God is a journey of constant change. You have to grow, change, grow, change, break, grow, change, 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 grow, change, transform. And we don't like it as human beings. Our nature do not like to conform. And the Bible is very clear. In Romans 12, verse two, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will of God for your life. So, the only way you are going to journey into what God has for you is through a process of transformation. That means your thinking patterns have to change and be renewed. So, you no longer think as a white Africana or a black, black Corsa speaking person. You can think in our think in Afrikaans. Nothing wrong with your language and your culture. But those things cannot stand above the Word of God. You now have to view your life through what God says. Sua spreek diira. Sua. een nieuwe leven, een nieuwe maatstaf, een nieuwe begin, wat gewortel is en geanker is en een verhouding met een persoon, nie een reelboek nie, nie regulaties nie, maar een verhouding, wat God gecentreerd is door die persoon van Jesus Christus. En toordat Jesus Christus, wat die weg, die waarheid in die lewe, nie die centrale punt van jou leven word, en sy woord die basis van jou waarheid word nie, gaan jy dier die so gaan. Tost to and fro by every wind of doctrine, because you have never surrendered all to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. When you surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you receive His word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Everything that was made was made by the Word of God. That talks about the Logos, the spoken Word, and also the Rhema, the revealed Word. The Logos, the living Word. So you have to have respect for both. Jesus, the Word personified. Jesus, the words that He spoke became the Word that we live by. So I, I want to say this. If, and, and, and this is a decision you have to make. The Holy Spirit is not going to convince you to come in agreement with God. The Holy Spirit is going to empower you. He's not going to convince you to read your Bible. He's there. But my brother and my sister, you have to come to the decision that this is the way I want to build my life. I want to follow Jesus Christ because we all know that every other truth that people claim to be truth today is no longer truth tomorrow. A very simple example, where people believe the world was flat, now we were taught the world is round. Now there are people again who go back and say the world is flat, very intelligent professors and doctors. Who want to convince us again that the world is flat? Tonight, you have to make a decision. This start, stop, start, stop Christianity doesn't work. This hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold Christianity doesn't work. It's either a full surrender or no surrender. There is no such thing as partial surrender. It's nowhere to be found in the Bible. God did His part by sending His Son, Jesus Christ. He declared His love. He declared His intention. Peace on earth, goodwill to all mankind. I'm not against you. I love you. I died for you. I paid the price for your sin. And yes, we are living in a dispensation of grace. It's true, where God is not standing as your judge, but as your savior. Where God tells you that if you want the life I have called you to live, you have to receive my son as your Lord and savior. Come on, my friend stop vacillating between light and darkness, and your way and God's way, and die lekker leven, en die leven wat jy denk is die lekker nie. Dit wat jy denk is lekker nie, by ons in Romeina 6 vers 23, die loon van die sonde is dood, maar die genadegave van God is die ewige leven in Christus Jesus. The wages of sin is death, no matter how it's spiced up, how good it looks, how it's packaged, that Sin, where you are the center of it. The wage, the paycheck of that is death. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, in many areas of your life. I believe tonight that God is telling many of you that you need to evaluate your life and the basis of what you are establishing your life upon and that tonight you have to surrender everything to Jesus Christ. Everything. You can sit in Bloemfontein as a 16-year-old. It doesn't matter. I ran with a gang as well. And that's why I am an ardent believer that after you come to Christ, you have to be part of a church. Because I ran with wild friends and I got saved. And I thank God, God gave me new friends. Um, because... Isolation is not God's way. You, and I ran with, 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 with people that did a lot of stuff. And I came to Christ and I immediately, and my girlfriend always tried to get me back in the world. And those old friends of mine always tried to get me back into their ways of doing things. I thank God I made a decision. But more than that, I committed myself to a local church and immediately I connected with other Christians. And that helped me to grow out of sin and grow out of sinful habits and going to the wrong places, and drinking, and smoking, and doing all the things that we should not be doing. Okay. So, you commit yourself to God's way, which is, Lord, I surrender to you. That's what repentance means, and I surrender to your way. Even that friend next to you tonight, you tell that friend, "Was we in club in." Can you do that? Can you commit yourself? Because I don't know how you're going to live in a place of victory if you never make a total commitment and surrender your life to Jesus Christ. I want every head bowed, every eye closed. Yeah, Bloomingdale, all our churches tonight, just say, Pastor, you're talking to me. I've never given my life to Jesus tonight. I want to give my life to Christ Maybe like the prodigal son at one time you did, but you've grown cold and you've wandered away from Him. Maybe you're sitting out today and you've just not been where you should be with Christ and tonight you are ready to surrender your life to Jesus and to His will for your life. Then I want to pray for you. Every head bowed, every eye closed, forget your friend next to you. And listen to what God is doing in your heart. They're in Bloemfontein. The thousands there. In Port of Struim tonight. In Cape Town. In Durban. In Nelspruit, In every one of our churches. Chabberone, Vintuk. Wherever you are tonight. God is there knocking at your heart. And tonight you say, Pastor... I want to surrender all to Jesus. I need a fresh start, a new beginning with God. If that is your desire, quietly, wherever you are, just raise your hand. I want to say a prayer for you. Quickly, all over this place. Lift your hand up high. I'm going to say a prayer for you tonight. Quickly, right. God bless you. Many hands. Lift it up. Can it attract me? You choose that life tonight. Slip your hand up tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you. bless you. God bless you. bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You know when God talks to you. You know when God talks to you. It's one thing any every human being understands is when God talks to them in their spirit. You know God's talking to me. Last time I've heard a bit, you know God praat met you vanavond, vanavond is die reg om je leven aan die oor te gee, totaal, tel jou hand vannig op in Jesus' name. Vergeet jou meisie langs, Tell jou hand op, vergeet jou boyfriend, thank you, quickly slip up, say yes, 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 dankie, thank you. God bless you, bless you, God bless you. Um. Put your hand on your heart with me tonight, everybody. Pray. You know this thing about God, He's amazing. You can leave Him anytime. He won't leave you. But you want to live a life of victory? you want to give Him preeminence? And His word. There's no other way. There's no other way. There's no other way. There's no other way. And I know people are standing here tonight. You're not ready to make that commitment and I respect you for it. I pray that you become so sick and tired of sin. Amen. Put your hand on your heart, everyone. Pray with me. Say, Jesus, tonight I give my life to you. I surrender all to you. I need you, Jesus. Jesus. I acknowledge that I'm lost without you. Tonight I open my heart and I invite you to be my Lord, my Savior. Wash me in your blood. Forgive my sin. I believe you rose from the grave. I believe you are alive. And tonight publicly, I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for cleansing me and for washing me in your blood, thank you for a new beginning. I'm born again, I'm free in Jesus' name. Amen, and amen, and amen, and amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening, and God bless.